Yes Have Some Podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations, your one-stop shop for all of your proton pack building needs. If you're in the market for a proton pack, head to CarnivorousCreations.com. That's Carnivorous with a K. You're going to find aluminum motherboards, resin parts, fiberglass shells, and a whole lot more. Find them on Facebook at Carnivorous Creations or head straight to CarnivorousCreations.com. Remember Carnivorous with a K and get started on an authentic, screen-accurate proton pack. Uh, everything's under control. Situation normal. From the corner penthouse of Spook Central, all the way to Star Killer Base, this is Yes Have Some Podcast. Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. You know, they told me you people were conceited douchebags. The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi mask. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. That's you guys. Episode 84. <laughs> Trouble with fuck budgeting. Trouble with fuck budgeting. <laughs> of, uh, we already have, have a podcasts. title. Uh, yep. hi, hi, everybody. How's everybody doing this week? We're doing great. You asking me? I'm fine. Uh, well, you're everybody. Was that like to them or was you're it to somebody. me? Or... I just spoke Thank for you. everyone. Thank you, So, Greg. guys, I'm sorry, first of all. How is everyone individually? We'll, we'll wait for all of our listeners to answer. Okay. <laughs> we'll just wait. We'll Emails oh. only, no texting. Yes, yeah. please. For the love of God, do not text me. Handwritten letters, actually. Um, hi, everybody. Welcome to Yes Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg. I am here with your hosts, Abigail Gardner and Jacob Walsh. And uh, what's up, guys? We are we got a jam packed episode. I feel like we're yeah. starting. We're starting mm-hmm. late. Mm-hmm. We we had twenty minutes. I'd say this episode is fuller. Well, than it usually is. Well, hopefully, of, uh, content. yeah, because this is our full this is our Fuller House episode. Yes, so. thank God, we're oh, reviewing oh, all three God. seasons of Fuller House right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, we got a we got a special guest coming up a little bit later. Do we want to even yep. like tell them? I guess they'll know if they're listening. Just did. I yeah. mean, we kind of were posting about it already today, like yeah. on social media. So, uh, I think so they know. when yes, have some podcasts started. We talked a lot of Ghostbusters because. If we know anything, it's Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. uh, and even that's a that's questionable. Uh, we we know Ghostbusters, dude. We know Ghostbusters. We know Ghostbusters. We're, ver- we're versed. We versed. Yeah. We're the versed. Dude, first of all, people do know that Kurt Fuller is going to be on the show because we put the call out on Twitter and then like had a lot of retweets, and then that's how we got him to interact, and that's how we got him on the show. So, yeah. so you think he I answered think he the call? call? Yeah, I think he he answered the call. Dude, right? we're having Kurt Fuller on to talk. Are we going to answer the call? Are we going to like? I hope that that's the first thing we asked him was like, all right, what did you think? Right. Dude, I wrote that I question that's down, do. so that's, oh, that's yeah. kind of what I want to dig into. For those of you who have no idea what the fuck we're talking about, uh, Kurt Fuller is an actor, uh, a pretty well-known actor. He's been in a ton of stuff. Like Everything. Yeah. Hun- like over 100 acting credits over the last 20, 30 years. Uh, we know him best uh, as Jack Hardemeyer from Ghostbusters 2, who, uh, you know, the mayor's assistant, kind of the foil to Bill Murray, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. the Walter Peck of Ghostbusters 2, mm-hmm. and uh, a very memorable character. 
um, and we're going to talk to him. It's going to be great. We, we yeah. specifically asked him on to talk about his experience making Ghostbusters 2, but he's had a really long career. Uh, he's on that show Psych, or he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in Wayne's World. God, he's in Wayne's World. Mm-hmm. He's in No Holds Barred. Mm-hmm. So he's been he's been around the block. We were just watching some clips of his on YouTube. And uh, Jake, do you remember him in Scary Movie? No, I don't. Oh my God. <laughs> I haven't seen Scary Movie in so long. Yeah. Probably since it came out. Right, yeah. so in Scary Movie, he plays the sheriff. And like he there intended. might be a reason why it's not re-aired all the time. There's yeah, well, some stuff that's not like sometimes movies from like the to, year two thousand yeah. don't always, uh, you know, play as well. There's some non-PC stuff yeah, going on. Yeah, let's put it that way. But uh, he's great. We're really excited to have him on, and uh, we appreciate the time that he will be spending with us. Mm-hmm. And hope- talking about scary movie. Talking about scary <laughs> movie. And, uh, yeah, so that's gonna be good. That's coming up, and. Uh, I guess we just need to get down to the nitty gritty right now. Mm-hmm. We don't have time to waste. It's episode 84. Mm-hmm. It's time for the segment that everybody's been waiting for. What, what was that like? You just gave me a look. Well, I mean, we all hung out this weekend. I, I don't want to talk about want, it. Nobody wants to talk about it. I don't okay. want to talk about it. All right, uh, we can talk about it. Okay. Um, well, what, what, do you want to enlighten our customers? Well, we went to the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra. They played uh, Jurassic Park, and uh, the orchestra played the music along with it. And it was special. Had a good time. It was really special. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had never seen a movie like that before, where they have the orchestra playing the score live to live to the film. Uh, I dare say it, it it exceeded my expectations. Jake, yeah. what did you think? Uh, I thought it was amazing. The movie's amazing. I, I could have been just in a room alone watching Jurassic Park and crying, but instead <laughs> I was watching like an entire symphony orchestra like play this music that you know you've been listening to for the last 25 years of my life and uh, – it was, it was, you know, it felt special to be able to sit and watch. You know, that's one of, that's one of my top three favorite films of all time, and uh, it was really great. We had really good seats. We were up pretty close, and we, and you know, I, 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 I used to be in band, and I really loved it. So like, it was cool. It was cool getting to watch the movie in a different way and to hear all that music live. It was, it was amazing. Yeah, dude. I feel the same way. I got uh, some Raptor Punch, which was, it was decent. Um, <laughs> I got the non-alcoholic Raptor Punch. You should leave a I also review. paid for some Skittles, which I didn't grab, and I was very upset about once the movie started. But I had forgotten all about the Skittles by the time, uh, like, the uh, the theme kicks in when they're, like, in the helicopter mm-hmm. about to land, and I was crying, and I was like, oh, my God. Right. This is so beautiful. Um, and, yeah, dude, it was, a, it was a really special thing to get to go together, to dress up, to hang out with friends. We got some dinner afterwards. So, yeah, I think it deserves a mention. It deserves mm-hmm. a mention. Yeah. Um, for anybody... I'm sure different orchestras do this. I know in Boston they did the Jaws uh, score last year. And in Atlanta, the Atlanta Symphony does – it's like a film series. So mm-hmm. uh, they've done Back to the Future and uh, coming up they're doing A New Hope mm-hmm. and uh, some Harry Potter movies. And I would not pass up seeing a John Williams score performed live to the film. It's uh, yeah, a really unique sure. and special experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, – I don't know, man. Jurassic Park is so good. Dude, it's so good that I felt bad for the people in the orchestra who were playing behind the screen that couldn't see it and watch it while it was playing. I was like, man, I just got to like. What if what if there was somebody what if there was somebody in that band who like hadn't seen the movie ever and they were just like, Well, I'm still not watching this movie. They gotta sit there and listen to it. I'll never know when however many times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um Yeah. (laughs) They're they're like, I'm very familiar with the music. 
Uh, I have no idea what happens in that movie. What, what do they go to? Some sort of zoo? Uh, uh, that's a zoo I would go to. And like when you watch a movie that's really special and means a lot to you that you've been watching your entire life and you get mm-hmm. to not only see it on the big screen, but it's kind of a shared experience. Yeah, it's like interactive. I was thinking that like when the scene uh, comes on with the with the T-Rex uh, breakout, when you see the water like kind of do the the thing where it shakes. The water we, does the thing. You know, the water does the thing. Uh, like I grabbed my little raptor punch and like held it up. Like you're all like kind of having like, you know, did like the little shake for like when it happens while it's happening. Like it's the closest thing to like going to like a, I imagine like a sports game or something like as a fan of sports. It like, is. To be there it's and to like be doing seeing, it. It's like what, maybe the common man would say, why spend money to go watch it when you can watch it in the comfort of your own home? And to that common man, I say, step off, George. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. Now, but, but here's my question, it. though. But here's my question. They're like, what? Someone explain what sports is to me. Okay, so so you've got like a couple, you got teams. All right, I can do this. I, Jake, I can explain sports to you. Okay. You've seen uh, Jaws, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know how like you watch Jaws and you love it mm-hmm. and you root for the shark, but you also yeah. root for... Uh, Guys, this is going nowhere. I'm no. about to waste a lot of time. No, but I do want to see Jaws <laughs> performed with a live orchestra. I do want to see that too. Right. I do want to. I feel that's like, where this was all going. You're so, like, you know how okay. like a lot of sports teams now. Maybe you guys don't know this, but uh, to fund the the leagues, they'll have sponsors like on the jerseys. Uh huh. That's why you'll see like a soccer team with a Red Bull logo. Got it. Okay. I want to see like the Orlando Magic have to be sponsored by Universal Studios. Yeah. And they just have mm-hmm. like like. And they have to rename their their team to like the Orlando Confrontations. Mm. Oh, that'd be amazing! Or the Orlando Wizarding World of Harry Potter. I might get into sports. <laughs> that would be a lot of fun. But listen, yeah. so before um, I would say before Jack joins us, oh, let's talk to him in character. Yeah. So all oh, right, like just like just be mean to him the whole yeah, time. Hey, Definitely. he calls in and we're like, hey, so right off the bat, what's your problem, man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, was it was it hard to you know get another job after the mayor fired you? Like, yeah, yeah. What was that like? And we do how, to talk- here. Here's here's what I want to know: How was it so easy to get four grown famous men who saved New York institutionalized? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's um, the deleted scene. You pull I that say. off, right? Yeah. Exactly. I had him committed. Is it that easy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> no paperwork. <laughs> Dude, you just he, say, "Hey, these guys are crazy," and they're like, yeah. "All right, well, all right, I guess." Maybe had to do with the fact that Bill, Bill Murray calls him a hard on. Yeah, well, and there's that. Scene. There's uh, also the fact that uh, Bill Murray's brother is the uh, he's the doctor, so maybe he yeah. got the inside scoop. Maybe he's like, "Hey, who's man. hey?" Who also co-stars with him in Wayne's World? Oh, oh Brian Doyle. Brian. Doyle yeah. Murray. It's are hip, we, it's fresh, it's Noah's Arcade. Are we to <laughs> are we to do a little fan fiction here and theorize that Brian Doyle Murray's character from Ghostbusters 2 is Noah? Yeah. Of it, maybe arcade? it is. Whoa. His whole life he just wanted to own an arcade. <laughs> That's fantastic. Another fun he fact Brian the... Doyle Murray plays the mayor of New York in Ghostbusters, the video game. The game, yeah. Yeah. Wow. wow. Guys, I'm canceling the podcast. This, this is, is crazy. My mind. We're just gonna talk about yeah. this. Um guys, it's we're true. in the game. We're in the game. But before we get to uh, our special guest tonight, uh we got a little fuck budget to do. Fuck, 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 mother, mother, fuck, mother, mother, fuck, fuck. I don't give a fuck. We'll do it live! 
You guys ready? Okay. Yeah, I heard Jake was stressed out. Yeah, Jake, wait, before we get budgeting. started, what's your, what's your stress level on this fuck budget? I'll tell you. I'll tell you why I'm stressed about the fuck budget. Usually, like, four out of the five topics I don't give a fuck about. Right. Yeah. And then tonight, there were more than one that I wanted to give more fucks about, but could not because I wanted to give fucks to some of the other ones. Okay. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, the whole that's the whole point. We only get the five. Mm-hmm. So wait, I, I thought we had like, ten fucks. Wait, what? Yeah, you get ten fucks. She, I fucked this up. Nah, dude, it's all good. Wait, should we I only double, this up. double your I fucks? Gave it, I only got five here. You just double them. This is what for we each. Do. Whatever Jesus you. Jesus Christ! Just multiply by two. <laughs> Even if it's a zero, multiply that by two. And then that'll be. Then I'll still be zero. Are you doing some? Yes, live have math? some math. <laughs> the podcast. I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like it at all. But all you know guys. what? Hey, you know what? Yo, I'm sticking with my five fucks this week. There you go. Okay. Everybody gives a fuck. Uh, so for I... those of you who have not been initiated, the Yes Have Some Fuck Budget is the fun, family-friendly, wholesome segment that we do every <laughs> almost almost every week here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, what we do is we got five topics, and we go over them. Five, five, five or ten fucks. Five or ten fucks to give. Uh, these are relevant News stories, topics, uh, movies, uh, music. Usually not music. I always say that every week. Movies and music. We've never had anything related to music. Yeah. Uh, but what we do is we go over the latest happenings in the world of pop culture and entertainment and nostalgia uh, series like Jurassic Park, Jaws, Terminator, Ghostbusters, things of that nature. And we ask how much fucks, how many fucks you give. Mm-hmm. Guys, I have to get better at explaining this. We call yeah, maybe the, quicker. Yeah, the the week's news stories that are relevant to our interests, and then we decide how much we care about them. Oh right, and how right, many right. fucks we give? That's the what, point. Hey, hey, yeah, what she said. It's good. You guys ready? Yes, let's do it. It's I'm time ready. for the yes half. Some episode eighty four. Do you give a fuck? Are you guys ready for number one? Mm-hmm. Concept artist Tully Summers, which is a great name, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Recently released uh, a bunch of Ghostbusters Answer the Call concept art. Uh, it was posted on Proton Charging, which is the uh, the longtime running uh, website, uh, Ghostbusters fan site from Chris Stewart, friend of the uh, podcast and What's host up, of the Ghostbusters mm-hmm. Interdimensional Crossroad cool podcast. Cool. Hey, hey, what was that? Cool dude. Cool dude, Chris. Um, and it was posted <laughs> on Bloody Disgusting, and all these concept images were released from Answer the Call, and it's it's interesting because. There was a lot of people that worked on Answer the Call. There was a lot of concept artists brought in, just like a lot of movies. But most of the stuff has never seen the light of day. There wasn't an art book. And I wanted to know, Abigail and Jake, how many fucks do you give about this Ghostbusters Answer the Call concept art? Abigail, you go first. I give one fuck. Um, I wrote, it still hurts. Because I just, <laughs> when I see Answer the Call stuff, I still, I'm just not sure how I feel. Um, I didn't love, like, a the majority of the artwork i liked some of it and i thought it was interesting um but yeah my interest level just regarding stuff coming out from answer the call is i just it brings up like some weird emotions and so you know it's but also i give one fuck because it is ghostbusters so i do care and i was there anything in there that stuck out that you liked um i thought that there's one image and i think it's like the uh, version three of the 
just as the oh the we should talk ghost. about that the comic con ghost yeah so, it looks kind of like a raven or like some sort of a bird like, right dragon crossover thing with uh, like a ants like an insectile looking like behind it's kind of neat and just, I like that just for context when the original script uh, the scene where they're at the concert the original script had them at like a comic con yeah mm-hmm. and not a rock concert which in my opinion would have been a lot cooler I think. yeah I think there's mm-hmm. more you could do with that. Mm-hmm. Um, Did Jay, that have, yeah, yeah. What? Didn't that have something to do with another movie like Ted or something that sequel to Ted, like having the same plot yes, in their yes. movie, so they didn't do the, it? The big budget Sony tentpole was uh, bested by Ted Two. There you go. So there you go. Woo! Really? Jacob Walsh. When it comes to this concept art, how many fucks do you give? First of all, I want to say that in that short period of time, I have uh, rearranged my fuck budget Jay. to fit a little better with the ten you. fucks. So Thank we're God. good. I was getting um, really stressed because I hate I, math. You know what? I originally had it for one, but when I realized I had five extra fucks, I gave this two fucks because, okay. cool. first of all, like concept art is always fun. I think no matter no matter whether it's stuff that you wish they would have done, or even if you hate it, it's just fun to look at concept art and it's fun to see, you know, just where people's minds were and the ideas they had. And um, on top of that, it's Ghostbuster artwork, and even though. Maybe, you know, we don't, like, love Answer the Call. Mm -hmm. It's still some, some, like, behind-the-scenes Ghostbuster stuff that's cool. And I was never a big fan of, like, uh, the whole Slimer is a gangster kind of thing. Right. I've always thought that idea was stupid. Mm -hmm. But it's still cool to see that artwork. I don't think that Slimer looks great. Like, he's super scary and looks like an alien. But... It's just cool to see other versions of things right. that that didn't happen. Some of the artwork I like. Uh, uh, there, there's some there's some weird ideas in there. I think some of the ghosts are kind of cool. Um, but I mean, I'm glad the Slimer didn't happen. I don't. I'm glad those vehicles didn't happen. Well, I want to chime in for a second. I, I do okay. want to clarify one thing. The art itself looks good. Like Tully Summers is a. Who, yeah, I'm not familiar no, with- the art is well done. Definitely. It's just when I, when I say it didn't look good, I just mean like that's not the design of Slimer I would ever want to see in a right. movie. Because in yeah. the original, one of the original pitches had an origin story for Slimer. Yeah. Um, basically, he was like going to be a gangster who is a ghost and then he gets his arms blown off and kind of becomes Slimer. They, like the proton streams uh, blow up the arms or whatever. And mm-hmm. I think that could be a cool origin story for another ghost but maybe not slimer mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's just weird to see like hey this is the slimer you could have had it's just it same with those vehicles like those vehicles don't seem like something that would ever work in a, in a ghostbusters film right but it's but it's just still cool to look at it's still right. cool to be like oh this is like some this somebody worked on this <laughs> i kind of like the mm-hmm. ecto 2 like conversion van back yeah. With yeah. the, with the bike on the side yeah. and shit, it's I kind of, I mean, because I have a an affinity to uh, those old vans from the early '90s that had like a mm-hmm. like a, you had like a Super Nintendo the in Ford there. Aerostar, yeah. oh, like the souped up kind, yeah, 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 with like the lights and stuff and yeah. TV screens. So I, I just, I just like vans. I think mm-hmm. um, Craig just likes vans. Fine, I like vans. What's interesting about that Ecto two design is the color palette is. Very much not like anything else in the movie. It's very like gray and silver and futuristic looking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it literally looks like it has a t- like a Dark Knight tumbler coming out of the front. It just look. It's so super out of place with anything else. Right. Mm-hmm. That you know did make it into the movie. That I wonder if uh, 
at that point if just everything was different. Right. You know what I mean? Like a lot of I know a lot of people first thought um when there was gonna be a third Ghostbusters that everything would maybe be like kind of apple-fied and like smooth and shiny and right. like yeah. and I wonder if that was from back, you know, from from that kind of idea. Right. The proton packs would just be little uh, iPhones. They're just yeah, they're right, just like, like rings or something. Yeah. Futuristic, yeah. Uh, but I right. will I will kind of uh add on to that sentiment, Jake. No matter what, it's always cool to see the what if concept yeah. art for yeah. any film. Um I know when we had Oh, is that is that you adding on or is that you just saying word for word what I just said? It's honestly I, I wrote down I wrote down what you yeah. said and I was like, I'm just gonna say this again. I'm just gonna add this on. Uh, when we had on uh our guest a couple months ago, Carlos Suante, yeah. who is a yeah. concept artist, mm-hmm. um we got a r- lot of insight into what that process is and the fact is a lot of the time, like majority of the stuff is just it's not used. Yeah. It's, yeah. They it's hire a bunch of concept artists to do a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. That the directors. Uh, well, when you're trying to match something that's like deep inside of somebody's imagination right. that they have to articulate, like there's a lot of like guess and check and like throwing shit against the wall. So I imagine <laughs> it's like he does like his own. He, the, the artist is like up all night sweating, trying to come up with his own version of Slimer and he puts his heart and soul into it. And then like, they're like, hey, how about this instead? It's just Slimer from Real Ghostbusters. It's just Slimer. It's just yeah. better. Let's just um, go with this one from, <laughs> this from one 20 years ago. A skeleton. Uh, well, cool. Well, thank you guys for that. Do you guys want to move on on this uh, little fuck budget here? Yeah, yeah let's do it. Let's Number do it. two. Oh, this one hurts. It was announced today that due to the recent bankruptcy filings by Toys R Us, our beloved Toys R Us, 182 stores across the United States Ooh. are closing down. Abigail Gardner, when it comes to the Toys R Us closures, how much do you give a fuck? I give 182 fucks. No, I don't, have, for every I don't have that many fucks to give. I have six fucks that I've listed. I wrote end of an era because I'm so sad. This is like the end of it, man. Um, they're not all closing. They're not all closing, but it's like, didn't that, I don't remember if this is how Blockbuster, if how exactly they went down, but didn't it? There may still be some of those that are still open, but it's, I remember when that announcement hit. It's like, you know, things are changing, and it's like, I want that tactile in-store experience. I'm super stressed because the two Toys R Us's that we tend to hit the most are closing. There is one that's, like, nearby. It is my childhood one, so I'm very, like, grateful that it's safe. But it just stresses now, me out. Yeah. Um, I think the, the, the whole thing about this is, is that with... Amazon and Target and Walmart being the leaders in the toy industry now. Like, Walmart has been the leading toy retailer in the United States for years. Like, Toys R Us has not been at the front of the pack in a very long time. Um, and it's just hard now. Uh, the joke I made at work today was because I noticed that a lot of the smaller towns are keeping their Toys R Uses. That's because the smaller towns haven't got uh, Amazon yet. They haven't figured it out. Yeah, <laughs> the, the internet. The internet's tough around those towns. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry if you live in a small town, Jake. Uh, Thank but you. Jake, I know your Toys R Us is safe. How many fucks do you give about this? Um, I gave it four um, because even though mine is safe, uh, I just it's exactly what Abby said. It's been scary to not know the fate of fucking Toys R Us, right. you know? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't sound good when you hear that almost 200 stores are getting closed down because you're like, okay, but then what? I like our – is it going to be what six months before another hundred closed down? Or I don't even know how many will be left at that point. Right. But 
it is scary because it's fucking Toys R Us. I don't I I want to be able to go into a Toys R Us and buy toys. I would rather even even though I know that I can just get on Amazon and have that figure in two days. Cheaper. Probably, probably fucking cheaper. No, I dude. would rather just go into the store and uh-huh. I want to, I want to be able to go into the store and, and toy hunt. Damn it. And we've grown up spending our lives in Toys R Us. And, uh, I don't want that to go away. So it's, you know, it just sucks to think that they're having so many problems and that might be where this is heading. So, yeah, I gave four fucks about it. My store is staying, but, you know, my store, like, my Toys R Us, Valdosta is not the biggest place, and um, it's not a tiny town. Like, it, it does well, but it's – it does well, listen to me. But, uh, but like, our stores, well. our stores well. like Toys R Us, Best Buy, they're very – they're, like, smaller versions than what – like, when I go to Toys R Us with you guys, I'm always like, what the fuck is this? this why is this toy, Why is this Toys R Us three times as big? I went into it – the first time I went into a Best Buy that wasn't the Valdosta Best Buy, yeah. it was so big that I literally Googled it to see if I was in the biggest Best Buy in the world. Oh, my gosh. And then I just found out, no, I just live by the smallest Best Buy the, in the uh, world. Uh, the, at the Dude. Toys R Us of Valdosta, Jeffrey the Giraffe has a really short neck. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Toys so, R Us is a major part of our childhood. I mean, yeah. just things like the the – the grand openings of the stores and like going out and like meeting all the characters and Slimer mm-hmm. would be there and like you'd meet Jeffrey the giraffe and like mm-hmm. get just going to buy video game. We should do a whole Toys R Us retrospective. Yeah. Like the experience of going and getting Ninja that little, Turtles. that NES mm-hmm. game ticket and walking to the glass booth full of all the games. And then like the super toy run, uh, sweepstakes they would do in yes. Nickelodeon. Uh, it's, yeah. It feels like the Dude. beginning of the end of an era, and it really Yeah, is. every time I was behind a shopping cart as a kid, I would pretend I was on a super toy run. I, as a kid? Dude, or still, now? all the time now. <laughs> I just run you mean the like aisles. yesterday? Now, I will say this. All of the ones that are closing are going to be doing major closeout sales. And the way those usually work is like the first couple weeks, everything in the store will be 30% off. And then it goes to 40, 50, 60. And like by the time you're at bottom of the barrel, they're basically like, please take – like they start mm-hmm. selling the shelves and stuff. Dude, yeah. that's what I was oh. thinking. We yeah. need to get jobs there so that when they are closing, we <laughs> can get uniforms, guys, get in guys, on that advertising. And all, I and legitimately just, tried to get a job at Toys R Us one time oh, yeah. just for the discount. Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, one of my fondest memories that my mom tells me happened is uh, when the first Kenner RGB figures were out, my mom – the Stay Puff was really hard to find. My mom waited at four in the morning at Toys R Us for the trucks to start unloading so she could give me a Stay Puffed figure. Aww. And that's like, wow, that's some stress that's right sweet. there. Well, that's not going to happen ever again if Amazon and everything. Yeah, you know, my mom got up at four in the morning to order me a Stay Puffed figure that yeah. she could have just <laughs> from her. bed. Then she went right back to sleep. Um, that she could have just told Siri like, "Hey, order this at midnight." <laughs> so I will say this: I want to. Abby had this idea earlier. Mm-hmm. We need to do the yes have some Toys R Us farewell tour where we we make videos of us going to all these Toys R Us closeouts, mm-hmm. talking to the staff, yes, getting some toys. It's a good idea. Yeah. Um, let's so do that. Let's do that. But yeah. you know what? There will be time for discount toys soon enough. Right now, we're on to the next part of our fuck budget. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. You yeah. reported today that Netflix is officially in talks to grab the Cloverfield movie God Particle from Paramount and release it directly to Netflix sometime very soon. Mm-hmm. 
When it comes to a third Cloverfield movie being released on Netflix and not in the theaters, Abby, how many fucks do you give? I gave that one fuck. Um, it sounds like trouble to me. Like, uh, honestly, from the article that I read about this, it said that um, like the the cut of the movie was like extremely long, and it's been like in like kind of on the shelf for what like a year or more. Something yeah, it was like supposed that. to come out like six months ago. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, I do care about it because I like J.J. Abrams and like I like uh, I like the last Clo- I like Ten Cloverfield Lane and I like the original. Um, so I just I, I do have some interest in that and I do care. Um, but also you know, I mean, who knows? Netflix is pretty decent when it comes to pulling things off, especially recently. So I have faith and hope, but also it sounds like I don't know. Maybe it maybe it wasn't a perfect movie or maybe there was some trouble. So yeah, Jake. Yo, I gave it three. Okay. Um, okay. Because it does sound like trouble, and um, that sucks because the first two Cloverfield movies are great. And I remember when the three of us saw the second Cloverfield, we were all like – we talked about how refreshing it was and how cool it was to get a franchise that was – connected in such a weird way you know it was like you know almost like tales from the crypt episodes or something where they don't have to be you know exactly connected to each other and i was very excited about finding out like oh we're gonna we're gonna get more of these there's gonna just be cloverfield movies and they're all gonna be different and you know the small things we've heard about the plot sounds cool like you know just it being in space and stuff like that and uh it, it did get pushed back like two or three times. And and then one of the articles I read said that um, part of the reason may be because J.J. Abrams, you know, unexpectedly is now doing another Star Wars movie that right. he didn't mm-hmm. that just kind of got dropped on him. And it might have pushed other projects to that the kind side. Of stuff never gets dropped on me. Like the things that get dropped <laughs> on me is like, oh, here's a bill I didn't know I had to pay. Yeah, where'd that fifty dollars in my account go? Like, no, I never wake up and goes, guys, uh, I can't do the podcast tonight. I have to go direct Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, Star Star Wars. Wars. yeah. but I mean, it's stressful because that's a franchise that I, I like the way it was going, and um, I was hoping to see more of those in the theater and going straight to Netflix like that. I don't know if it's going to kill it. You know, I mean, a lot of movies are made especially for Netflix now, so it could be fine, but it's hard to tell until it comes out. I'm, I'm worried about it. I want to, I want to see those movies. Those are the kind of movies you want to see in a theater, right. like yeah. weird science fiction. Original like that's content. what you want to see. Yeah. 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 So I'm stressed out about it. Dude, uh, I feel you. Yeah. I, I, you know, when we first heard about it, like, the thought of just more Cloverfield movies and that series going on and uh, getting original stories that are kind of under the umbrella of a of a cool franchise. Man. Yeah, I hope I hope well it's acted, great. Yeah. like good music, tension. Like I I enjoyed those movies both. It so. could be the kind of thing that like Netflix just wants to keep releasing its own content and that is available right now and they're just going after it. It, may, it might not be a negative. Mm-hmm. Um, so right. I think the. Streaming services have proven over the last little while that uh, um, they can put out great content. And, like, being direct to video or direct to streaming, is that doesn't have the same negative connotation as it, as it used to. So Exactly, uh, yeah. Speaking of secret sequels, mm-hmm. uh, Dundee. <laughs> the, mm-hmm. <laughs> the surprise sequel to the Crocodile Dundee franchise starring Chris Hemsworth and... Danny McBride mm-hmm. is not real. 
Okay. Uh, we kind of suspected this from the beginning. Yeah. There's yeah. been two trailers. When it comes to surprise sequels that end up being Super Bowl commercials, Jacob Walsh, how many fucks do you give? Um, I gave it zero. No, yeah. Okay, but then you um, added some fucks after the fact. Uh-huh. How many did it get? I it's this one. This is the only one that was unaffected by the amount of fucks when I realized I yeah. had ten. Yeah. It was zero before, and it's zero now. By your um, surgeon fucks, just don't care. Like I just don't. That's not a. That's not a movie franchise that I cared about in the first place. Um, I barely remember even seeing those movies, and uh, it looked. I mean, just the idea of like Danny McBride doing a new Crocodile Dundee just sounds really fucking stupid. So I, you know, either way, it whether it was. If it was getting made or not, my interest level is exactly the same. I just don't care. Yeah. I uh, I have to echo Jake literally like word for word on that because I wrote zero because, yeah, I feel like didn't we all know that it wasn't because that, that was literally like part of the headline seem, yeah. attached. It to was it. immediately like as soon as we all saw that, I saw that, uh, you know, at your house this weekend and um, uh-huh. we were all – we were all – like that just shows how much we – follow movie news and everything because that we were Dude, immediately like we were immediately like oh okay well it says it's coming out at the end of this year but he's doing halloween right now mm-hmm. so he can't be fil-. you know like we were just like this can't be it just can't be real also they would have told us but no i do i had the same <laughs> feeling i was like dude this is not going to happen yeah. um and yeah with the super bowl coming up there's always shit like that where it's like is it real or is it the super bowl so also i like have- that voice Thank you. Is it's, it my, it's my Super Bowl voice. I want you to, to um, work yes, on that character. I will. It's uh, thank you. Do we have to watch the Super Bowl in order to see a, like a new trailer this year? Yeah, they'll all be on. Oh, okay, good. Because we still don't have the Han Solo trailer. So we have to um, suffer through the. My quick Super chime Bowl. in is that I never thought it was something I'd want to see, but I would watch Danny McBride basically in anything. So if it's a Crocodile Dundee movie mm. with him and Chris Hemsworth going through the Australian desert. Sign me up, but it's not happening. Uh, so fuck it. You guys ready for the last one here? Yep. Let's do it. All Doing right. It. The Oscar nominations are out. We did our 2017 year in review a couple weeks ago. We talked about all of our favorite movies, and because we have such good taste, it seems like a lot of the films that we really loved are also being recognized by the Academy. Shape of Water has the most nominations, I believe. It's up for. Uh, Best film, best director, best original screenplay, uh, best lead actress, lead actress yeah. supporting, supporting actor. actress, uh, supporting actor, Richard Jenkins, Octavia Spencer, all of them, Shape of Water, tons of nominations. Uh, what else? Oh, God, now I'm drawing a bunch of blanks. Get Out, nominated. Jordan Peele, best director, best picture. Did you guys see the nominations? And how many fucks do you give, Ab? I give two fucks because that's all I have left to give. And I'm giving them all because of what you just said. I obviously love The Shape of Water. Um, I was raving about it in our last couple episodes, and it was my favorite movie of 2017. So I will be watching the Oscars, and I do care this year. Um, I like to get out a lot as well. So, uh, yeah, I'm invested, and I want to see, um, see weird some people twist. that I care about win. So. Jake, you haven't seen Dunkirk, have you? No. Neither have I. Guys, How I've seen are it? you the only one of the three of us who saw Dunkirk? 
It was a it was a father daughter movie date, so you know. Um, wow! Didn't your dad say he hated? My it? My dad hated it, and I'm like, I I was I wouldn't say I'm kind of indifferent. Right. Like it, it's a war movie. It had Tom Hardy. I remember I was disappointed because Tom Hardy's face was covered most of the movie. Sorry, Jake. How many fucks, man? Um, I gave it one fuck just because like these kind of award shows. I don't know. They, I don't know. They kind of seem to be full of shit. Yeah, they really are. And, you know, they're just kind of they're just kind of pointless. Um, I haven't seen, you know, I've seen a few of these films. Some of them are still in the theater. Uh, Some some that I really want to see, like Phantom Thread is just not even playing in my area at all. So I can't see it. Um, But I gave it one fuck just because I also thought Shape of Water was the best movie of the year. And even though. Um, you know, these award shows are always kind of weird and sometimes the movies that win, I, I, I don't know. I seem to not agree with them a lot of the times. Right. I, you still want to see Shape of Water do well. Like it's such a weird little movie and I really love it and I really love Guillermo del Toro. So I want it to win a bunch of shit. Um, yeah. So I gave it one fuck for that. Cool. For sure. Well, we will know soon. Shape of Water. Hope it wins. Get out. Hope they, I, I hope Jordan Peele wins Best Director. I yeah. think that'd be really fucking awesome. Well, cool. That was a pretty successful fuck budget. But guys, Kurt Fuller from Ghostbusters 2 is going to be up next here on the SF. He's going to lie to us and kiss our butts. Well, let's hope so. Hope, hope so. so. Now, where are the Ghostbusters? They're not available. What do you mean they're not available? Well, I had them committed to the psychiatric ward at Parkview Hospital. You what? They were threatening to go to the press. I was protecting your interests. Yeah? Uh-huh. Well, you can stop protecting my interests. You have exactly three minutes to really? clear out. You're fired! But the Harry, election... remove this You're man from the building. Mr. And get me the I, Ghostbusters! Mr. Mayor, Mr. Mayor, come take a look at this. Craig, it wasn't easy, but here we are. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for... <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Nice to meet Good. you guys. I looked yeah. you up, uh... I sort of know what you look like. All right. Uh, Very cool. I have a visual. I have a cool. visual. So I'm we're, the girl we're all one. good. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's, that's me. <laughs> You're Abigail. Yeah. Hi. How you doing, Craig? Yeah. Nice. Oh, very well, thank you. Thanks cool. for calling. And where are you guys? We are in Atlanta, Georgia, Craig and I. Oh, Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. My brother lives yeah. in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, very cool. cool. And my one of my close friends, James Roday, is there directing... The resident, okay, which is shooting in Atlanta. Oh. Yeah, we've right got now. we've got a ton of uh, stuff going on. Oh, in I know. Here. Have you been down here at all? To I know uh, to uh, shoot anything? Uh, well, to visit my brother, but I've shot two things there. Mm-hmm. One was No Holds Barred with Hulk Hogan oh. in nineteen yes eighty-seven. All right, I stayed at the Lanier Plaza Hotel. All right. Mm-hmm. Which I hope is still not there in Buckhead, <laughs> but it is it really not. It was really on its last legs then. Mm-hmm. And then I shot the one where the girl was a model and then she became plus size. Drop Dead Diva. And it dropped Dead Diva. Yes. Yes. I familiar. played uh I, I played her father. Huh? So uh, Yes. That's right. But uh, it was obviously wasn't obviously wasn't very memorable. So. I don't want to do any bragging here, but I was a background actor on Drop Dead Diva for one day. <laughs> one episode. <laughs> for one episode. There you go. So, so 
There you go. Um, well, good. So we both uh, we both contributed about the same. I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. To full context, we're giant Ghostbusters nerds, so we could probably go mm-hmm. longer than you think we could. I can do that. It's only that I have to put on pasta water at 6:45, or my wife's gonna get upset. That's okay. <laughs> we understand. That's why. We understand because she's picking up our our youngest daughter, and I. It's my job. It's my Got one it. job. That's good. So. You gotta do okay. it. You gotta do it. Understand. I, oh, you, you, you <laughs> better believe timer. I have to do it. <laughs> okay. Oh man, I haven't done anything all day. It's the <laughs> one thing she's asked me to do. If I blow this, I'm in big trouble. Put the water on. We all know right. that. I, I, we've all been there. Yeah, it's we've true. Been, it's yeah. One thing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, cool. Well, right now, on the line, we are with Kurt Fuller, a wonderful man who's agreed to spend some time with Yes Have Some podcast, and we reached out to you on Twitter, of all places. Yes. And That's right. uh, we said, listen, we're giant Ghostbusters fans. We want to talk about Ghostbusters 2. And whether or not you know it, and maybe you do, you are a beloved figure in the Ghostbusters community. And we wanted yeah. to. Yeah. Really? You yes. really are. I mean, really I have are. a card. I know I have a card. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a Ghostbusters card. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I know. The trading card, the signed one. Yeah, I have a trading guy. I have a trading yeah. card. I signed yeah. a bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah. So last year or two years ago, there was a set of Ghostbusters cards from Cryptozoic and had a bunch of signatures. And Correct. I promise you, people like Jack Hardemeyer. Absolutely. It's a, it's a character uh-huh. we grew up with. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I feel like my whole life has just taken a turn. I Thank you. <laughs> that's uh, ex- that's like exciting me. news. Because I was, yeah, I mean, really. That's been holding me back for about 20, 25 years, so thank you. Right, and the next time you go in uh, for a role, just, just let them know that you're a big deal when it comes to the, you know, the three mouth breathers in Atlanta yeah. you talk to. Thank you. Yes. Thank you very much. Okay, believe me, I will. I'll, okay. I'll use anything I can. Cool. Um, well, so we really appreciate you stopping by. I guess let's start with Ghostbusters 2, 1989. I mean... Ghostbusters was like, it was a huge deal. It was a huge deal when it came out. And I guess this was early on in your career. When you are reading for a part like this and it's a part of a major franchise, did you approach it uh, any differently than you had at that point? I approached every audition with abject terror at the time. (laughs) So I would say this well, I'll tell you, I did. I, I was selling real estate at the time in Los Angeles, doing theater, and I did a play that was it was very successful. And Harold Ramis's first wife came to see it eight times. Wow. Okay. And she said, Harold, you've got to see this. So he saw it. And then he came back and talked to me and uh, said and arranged. I mean, really, I owe this to Harold Ramis. May he rest in peace. Uh, he arranged for me to read for a part um, with Ivan Reitman. And I believe, I don't know if it made it into the movie. It might have. Uh, but I think it, it was ended up being played by Gilbert Gottfried. A desk <laughs> catches on fire. Or it, it, there was a scene. I don't know if I, I, I can't remember anymore. Okay. But, That's, that doesn't sound uh, familiar. So No. Okay. So it didn't make it in, but I think they shot it. I think I saw it on some other secret cut that uh-huh. nobody's seen or something. Uh, 
You guys think you know everything. We right? hear about it. We yeah. do. Uh, well, you just mentioned Gilbert Gottfried, and I was like, wait, what? Pumped up. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Um, but then, apparently, uh, I, I'm talking out of school, but I know he won't mind. William Atherton uh, wanted, I guess, a whole bunch of money to do Ghostbusters 2. Okay. Or they couldn't make a deal with him. Let's put it that way. The nice way is they couldn't make a deal with him. Got it. Um, and so they, Ivan Reitman thought of me from the previous audition, so I didn't have to read for this part. But I was, I was offered the part, you know, there was no negotiating for me. William Atherton uh, was, a, was, I mean, had done some great stuff. This was like one of my first jobs, except for the Hulk Hogan movie, right. No Holds Barred. So, you know, this was a big step up. Um, and I fly to New York. I don't think I'd ever been to New York. Uh, I'm staying at a big hotel. I'm completely overwhelmed, completely overwhelmed. I, I think I've, I've, I've gone to heaven. And then the next day I'm, I'm taken to the set. It's snowing. And the, the first scene was, um, the, the, what finally gets slimed, I don't know what building they called it, the, li- was it the library or the history. Oh, where, the museum. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, the museum. Um, and I was supposed to go up there, and it was a scene with Bill Murray, okay, yeah. who I knew from Ghostbusters and Saturday Night Live. And I was, I mean, he was a, a god to me. And I was told just before the scene started, Already, I'm shaking. I'm literally shaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way, if 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 Bill doesn't like you, uh, it's not going to happen. Oh <laughs> my god! We, we can okay. We thanks. So your well, stress thanks. levels up. Yeah, and sort of like thank you. Okay, good mm-hmm. to know. Mm-hmm. So I went there and I um, I overacted very very badly, and uh, Bill went. Uh, he said, "Boy, my goodness, you're bringing a lot of energy to this." <laughs> yeah, he was trying to be nice. He was yeah. trying to be nice. Uh, and then Ivan came up to me and said, uh, do less than you ever thought it was possible to do. <laughs> I said, oh, man, I'm so close to losing this job. I'm right. so close to losing this job. So I did less than I thought. I mean, I thought I was, I was almost somnambulant. I thought I was sleepwalking. Mm-hmm. And they both went, great, perfect. And so I, I, I kept the job. And when I see it today, I was still overacting. That's how little I knew <laughs> yeah. about, uh, about film acting. Yeah, the process, it's just, yeah. You know, it's, it, there's going from stage to film. I, I don't, you know, it's hard. You have to go way, 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 way down. And I just didn't know how to do it yet. And so, you know, God bless them. They didn't fire me. Right. Yeah. So that was, my, that was my first experience. And it was, it was terrifying, honestly. I got stressed out listening to you tell that story. Is that being in <laughs> yeah, New York well, for your first time and then working with Bill Murray for the first scene? Yeah, that's yeah. That's give me a break. Yeah, give me a break. Well, and they had well, asked so. me to lunch, <laughs> and I'm <laughs> there with with all of the guys from Saturday Night Live and Harold Ramis, and uh, uh, they're they're I, I we're having lunch and they're talking to me like a normal person, and I just honestly it was it was it was like being in a dream the whole time for me. Mm. I was not a vet. Yeah. So, I mean, I got started late. Right. And, 
because I sort of, you know, I wasn't really a type when I came to it. So I, I was already losing my hair. I was already old and I had to get a little older to make it to, to actually play old. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, fantastic. Yeah. That's yeah. great. And when, I mean, I, I, I go ahead. No, well, I was going to ask you how many, so the shoot, I'm guessing, was several months. How many were you yes. on set for a lot of days, or did you take care of most of the stuff was, pretty quickly? Uh, yes. I was, I, they did not get it done quickly. I, I was there. Um, I was there for like two months, and then they, I, this is the great thing about show business, which I didn't understand. I didn't work for a month, but they paid me the whole month. Oh, wow. Oh, they had to pay me. Oh, my God. That's when I knew I wanted. I had to keep going. Right. Uh, yeah. Guess I'll just sit around and watch Bill Murray today. Yeah. Because there was one scene they wanted to shoot over my shoulder. Okay. They wouldn't do this anymore, but they had so much money then, and it was Ghostbusters. So they wanted just my left shoulder, and they paid me for a month. Oh, and nice. I came back. I came back, and the camera was over my left shoulder, and the guy, the cameraman, said, "Nah, this, this doesn't work." <laughs> and they said, okay, we, we don't need you. And I was never even in the shot, but I got paid for a month. Right. So, I mean, that is, that is fantastic. Yeah. That's great. And I think, the dream. I feel like with Ghostbusters 2, I know there was some rewrites and some reshoots and mm-hmm. know, pe- people came back. So I, I've, I've read, uh, the historians will say that there was some tumultuous moments, uh, you know, during the filming process and getting, you know, locking down the story. There, you know, it's a bunch of really creative people and what, what people call tumultuous, uh, you know, I have since learned and I have, I mean, I did Wayne's world with some more of those kinds of people and, uh, you know, another 50 movies or or so. Yeah. Another 50 Mm -hmm. movies or so. And that's, that's called a bunch of really creative people trying to beat out an idea and they don't have time to be nice. And the creative process gets messy, but it's, it's never, it's, it's never done with ill feeling. It's only done with passion. Mm -hmm. And that's just called, you know, creative passion. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, it may have been tumultuous, but it was not negative in any way, shape or form. Those are all really good people. Mm -hmm. Got it. So that's, great that's, to hear. that's my take on it. Yeah, when you have yeah. passion and all that creativity going on behind the hey, scenes. Hey, man. Yeah, I get it. And, and, and think about it. They'd done the first Ghostbusters, which was really, that's the iconic Ghostbusters. And they were trying so hard not, not to screw this up. And they it's got to be high stressful, bar. yeah. It's yeah. stressful. Of course it is. It's stressful. Everybody, you know, everybody has an ego. Everybody has, you know... Uh, when you get a career going and you're known for things, you want to be good. You don't want to screw up and have people go what you always are afraid they're going to go. See, he's not that good. He was right. fooling us. Right. Yeah, he's lost he it. fooled us. He fooled us on the other one. So <laughs> yeah. everybody's always afraid of that in show business right. that, you know, people are going to find out that you're really not that good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, cause it ain't brain surgery, you know? Right. And, uh, so yeah, it, it gets, it gets passionate, but it never got mean or, or nasty or anything like that. Yeah. And I was there, believe me. Yeah. No, that's really good to hear because you hear, you know, 
especially with Ghostbusters 2, you're on the, the shoulder of a giant, or the shoulders of giants. Correct. A giant. Correct. Stay puff Marshmallow Man, would you? Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, at that time, you know, people are starting to do more sequels and franchises are becoming a thing. And mm-hmm. like you said, you mm-hmm. just don't want, you don't want to screw it up. And I think right. there's a little bit, like with, like we are proud members of the Ghostbusters fan community and I can mm-hmm. point to lots of personal friends and people I've met who like Ghostbusters 2 more than the first one because that was the one that they went and saw in theaters for the first time and had the VHS right. and it was more commercialized and they have a more of a fond memory of it. Mm-hmm. But objectively, I think most people would agree that Ghostbusters 1 is a superior movie to Ghostbusters 2. Mm. Ghostbusters 1, I think, is a... F- is my favorite movie of all time. You it's right. kind of perfect. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of perfect. Yeah. Because it is, it is kind of perfect. Yeah, it is. And Ghostbusters 2, if there had been no Ghostbusters 1, would be regarded as a spectacular film. But because Ghostbusters 1 exists, you know, it's not as, it's, it's, it doesn't quite, it doesn't, it doesn't hit all the notes that Ghostbusters 1 did. Right. Because number one, you're hearing it for the second time or maybe, Probably the eighth time, because most yeah. people saw Ghostbusters 1 a bunch of times. Right. Exactly. I think the only, the only sequel that was better than the first one was The Godfather 2, Godfather Part 2, yeah. which was better than Godfather Part 1. But except for that, and maybe uh, two. second Star Wars movie. Yeah, maybe. Empire, Empire, yeah. But, uh, I'll give you that. Yeah, but mm-hmm. that's very rare. And I think, you know, given you know, how difficult it was and the fact that in 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 that world, having the Statue of Liberty walking down the streets of New York uh, was not, for some reason, you were thinking, yeah, but it's not the Stay Puff Marshmallow. It's so cute. It's like, right. what are you going to do? You can't win. We, yeah. we made the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Right. And we, <clears throat> we, you know, we've watched it a lot. That All that stuff holds up. Like, for that time, the... the the effects and the things that they were doing at that time, I know. You know, everything mm-hmm. looks really good. Um, one thing we definitely wanted to ask you about uh, when the when the Blu-ray came out a couple years ago, they had the deleted scenes, and your scene in front of the uh, museum was never in the film, and it, yes. it's now available, and it's it's a great scene. Uh, what is that's that like? The one where I almost got fired. Right, right. And I, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> that's there. That's, that's how they got that's you. Right. They, they cut it from the that's, movie. Uh, Got it, got they kept you yeah. on, but they cut it. Um, what's I haven't that? seen it. Jeez. Oh, have you have you not it's, seen it? No. It's on Nobody YouTube. Tells me anything. I've got the oh. hey, I've got we'll, the clip. We'll, we'll send you the link. Yeah, I've um, got the link. Do you? Will you? Yeah, yeah, we definitely. Will. We'll send you the link. It's on YouTube. Um, okay. And it, it's a fun scene. It's kind of it's after you had already been uh, the character, not you. You stayed on the mm-hmm. movie, but but Jack gets fired for uh, committing the Ghostbusters. And actually, before you came on, we were kind yes. of commiserating on. You must have had, uh, you know, some strings that you were pulling there to get these four world-renowned scientists, you know, committed in about ten minutes. Notable guys. Yeah, I know. I know. It was sort of a suspension of disbelief, you know. Yeah. 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 Um, Jay, that was yeah. that was that was Jake's point that he brought up. Thanks, not Jake. to steal your good thunder, point. Jake. Very good point. You're, you're good. We're good. One. I can see that. Um, yeah. I can see that you're the smart one. <laughs> That's what they say. Um, Thanks. So when you when you film something like that and you you obviously you have a memory of doing that scene and working with oh, sure. and then when you see the movie and it's not there, is that like, is that heartbreaking or is it just one of those things as an actor that it just yeah. comes with the territory? Uh, well, 
now you got to remember now I'm like an old grizzled vet, you know, <laughs> nothing phases me. You, it doesn't matter what you do to me now. It's already been done. Uh, but then I thought, Oh God, okay. I sucked. I was bad. <laughs> I'm no good. Uh, I was horrible and, uh, I couldn't even make it into the movie. They right. must, they must be very upset. And, you know, I took everything personally, everything. So yeah, I thought, I thought, and maybe it's true because I was freaking out. Uh, that, but most things are always are cut for time, right. you know. And when you're not one right. of the stars, you're the first one to go. And they're the <laughs> last one to go. So, right. you know, that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, oh yes, it's it's a very horrible feeling. <laughs> I imagine. I imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, I know how yeah. these guys react. I don't when mind I, telling you. I edit two minutes out of the podcast. They're like, hey, I had some good lines in there. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> That's what we call it's in, all personal. It's all they personal. Call it, they, they call it killing, killing your babies. Yeah. <laughs> they call it. It's yeah. painful. Stop killing my no, babies, Craig. Yeah, I know. That's right. Yeah, I'm attached. <laughs> killing your babies and stealing your stealing your thunder. Um, yeah, that's right. So you mentioned, uh, you know, Harold Ramis. Obviously, um, mm-hmm. we, we, Bill Murray's always kind of a mystery. Uh, He's the mm. least accessible of the original cast, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Dan Aykroyd's very fan friendly, and so is Ernie Hudson. But I, you know, most of us never got the chance to, you know, meet or interact or spend any time with Harold Ramis. What was your experience uh, working with him like? Oh, uh, you know, Harold Ramis. Uh, we became friends, and, and uh, I did uh, Stuart Saves His Family. Uh, I mm. almost did uh, Groundhog Day, mm. but. Uh, there was a time, there was a conflict, uh, and, you know, we would, we would hang out with each other and his wife, Erica. Um, I knew before Harold knew her, actually. Um, and he was just a genuinely nice, brilliant, funny guy. And, and basically, the guy you, you see in any of the movies he did, uh, I mean, he was, he was a... He was a much more talented writer and director than he was an actor, but he was a very funny actor. Uh, but he, you know, you go, you go see Harold Ramis and you talk, we talked about our families and our kids and, you know, just life. It wasn't all, nothing show busy about it. You know, he was just a real genuine, wonderful guy. I mean, it's just a, a real, People who people when people go too soon, it just uh, and it just shows you that all the money in the world, if you if if you're going to go, it can't save you. It just cannot save you because right. mm-hmm. he he. I don't think they really knew what he had. Actually, mm-hmm. it was a mystery thing, and they they did everything they could to figure it out and, and could not. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, really yeah. tragic. Yeah. Absolutely. He's a very inspirational dude, though. Um, there's, like, some conversations out there, I think, on YouTube between him and, like, Rain Wilson, um, just talking mm-hmm. about, like, his perspective on life and his uh, Buddhishness, which is, like, his own term, mm-hmm. for, like, his belief system. And <laughs> I, I watched those and cried when he passed, and it was, you know, it was a, it was a yeah. big deal for all of us as fans. Yeah. But uh, that's very cool that you got to spend some time with him and became close. Oh, yeah. Very he cool. was, uh, yeah. He, uh, he, he was a good man. And, and... You know, Bill Murray, you know, no one, no one says, yeah, yeah, you know, no one says you have to uh, open up your life or whatever, you know, yeah. 
right. he uh, there are a lot of actors who feel like they should stay mysterious that that if you know too much about them personally you won't you won't buy their performances because you you won't be able to distinguish between the person that you sort of know and the person on the screen. And he may mm -hmm. be one of those people. Yeah. There's, there's yeah. a lot of people like that. I know oh, yeah. a lot of people like that. Oh yeah. That uh, makes sense. So yeah, yeah, it does. Yes. It makes sense for somebody who's a big star. It makes no sense for me. Don't ask me anything. <laughs> um, are you good? Are you good? Do you need to go turn the, uh, turn get the, the water on, going? Get, get the pasta going or whatever. <laughs> what um, time is it? <laughs> Your family's asleep. Six twenty four. No, no, it's okay. I'm okay. So I've okay. got. I really cool. don't have to do it until six forty five. Okay. Okay. Cool. cool. Well, we will. Right. You know, we will keep you abreast of the situation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, got a timer go. So, um, so once the movie comes out and you're kind of like you've done No Holds Barred, which it's kind of that has a cult following. I'm actually I'm a pro wrestling. It does fan, now. So, yeah, it does. Right it, yeah. Maybe not at the time. Maybe it didn't. At the time, it wasn't didn't really make a splash. But okay. Yeah. Um, but Ghostbusters. It opened on the same weekend as Indiana Jones. Let me oh, put that. Okay. Oh, oh boy. That's a tough hit. So, <laughs> yeah, that's tough. That yeah. is, that's a that's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it's not fair. Um, yeah, that's what you tell people when they're like, oh, I didn't see that one. You're like, the reason is yeah. Harrison Ford was involved. Sorry for your loss. I, had a, uh, I was doing a sitcom that was opposite American Idol at its height. Okay. And we all in show business called American Idol the Death Star. Oh, <laughs> and nobody could live. Nobody could live in the same time slot as American Idol. So, uh, yeah, sometimes it's just, you know, it's the, it's just the way it goes. Yeah. Yeah, it goes right. Damn you, Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, but when it came, when I was selling real estate, uh, in the Pacific Palisades and I had sold real estate for nine years mm -hmm. and did wow. theater. Some of the greatest times of my life actually was, was working for nothing really yeah. because, uh, you know, I was just figuring out I was not. I was not a great actor when I got to LA and I, I feel like only now 30 something years later, I, I don't think since Ghostbusters two, I've ever been out of work for more than a couple of months in my whole life, which is really, you know, I made up for starting, I was 34 when I did Ghostbusters two. Mm. And I think something like that. And, uh, you know, 34, that's, that's very late to start to get your first job as a real job as an actor. Um, it changed my life, completely changed my life. I was out of real estate, I think three months later and making, when I made half as money acting, as much money acting as I was in real estate, I, I told myself I'd quit. And the second I had made half as much, I was out of there. Yeah. And, uh, it really opened up, it, it changed my, it opened up, you know, people and people here, you know, they want, they don't want to be the first one to say yes. So, because you can get in trouble if it doesn't work out. So if somebody else says yes, like Ivan Reitman at the time, uh, and, and Ghostbusters, well, oh my God, well, they hired him. Let's hire him. Right, and all of a sudden, right, right. I became very hireable because somebody took a chance on me, right, you know, yeah. and that's probably true for everyone. Right. Nobody, nobody wants to stick their neck out. So right, right. if How somebody else does... How different is it these days? Because I know, like, you read things like 
this person has 50,000 Twitter followers. Let's hire them. Like, is right. it frustrating as an actor to, to deal with, with, you know... Image to, crafting and yeah. that kind of stuff? Like, yeah. You know, it, it, it's the way it is, and the good part about it is that instead of waiting for someone to discover you, you can get yourself out there and show people what you can do and what you're about, and they can decide. And... I think that's a really positive part of it. Uh, the other part of it, I think I have 40,000 Twitter followers, but I think it's only because I played this beloved character on this series called Psych. Right, that, right, uh, right. And, I, you know, we're making two more Psych movies this year. It's just amazing, the that's show so that will awesome. not end. We were going to ask you about that. I know. That show has a tremendous follow. Like, mm-hmm. So it's funny, we, we, yeah. we kind of asked our listeners, like, hey, we're, you know, submit, submit your questions about Ghostbusters, and they were all about psych. <laughs> so we're like, hey, guys. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. You know, it's not... amazing. Right. It's amazing. Right. Psych has a real, it has a real following. That's and, really uh, awesome. That's really, really cool. So, yeah, hey, it's good. It's good. I enjoy it. And another one where, you know, we're all friends. But mm-hmm. uh, now, I mean, I couldn't possibly, I don't like to go out. I'm 64 years old now. I don't go, I, you know. I don't go out at night and go, you know, I don't, I don't go anywhere to be seen. Mm-hmm. I, I try not to be seen. Mm-hmm. So it takes a tremendous amount of, it's a, it's a job uh, crafting, image crafting. And you have to be, you have to work your ass off to do it. So, yeah. you know, it's not like something that comes easily. That's a whole nother job. And if people want to do that and it works, then, you know, that's just going with the times. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I have no problem with it. At all. I don't think it's, I don't, I don't, I think it's entertainment, but I don't think it's performance. It's, it's entertainment in that you, you gain notoriety for certain things you do, but you're not performing. You're not, there's not an art to it. Mm -hmm. It's more of a craft. So it's a whole different deal, but that might be what people want now. I don't know. I'm not the I'm not the person who judges. Yeah, right. you've got water to so, boil. So. You know, <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I, I have pasta to cook. You know, I, that's what you I know. was thinking. <laughs> yeah, I don't have time for Instagram when the you know my got my wife demanding the uh, dinner to be ready. That's um, right. So, I did want to ask. Um, this is something we're we're all major collectors here of things like toys mm-hmm. and action figures. Now there has mm. been two memorabilia mm-hmm. Walter Peck action figures, and we don't have mm. a Jack action figure. Like, what can we do to make this happen for the people? Because yeah. I, I don't, uh, you know, why not? Why isn't there a Jack? You know, there was. I know this, and and I, but nobody told me. I think they were afraid I was going to ask for money or something. There were go, there was a Ghostbusters cartoon, and yep. there were comics where where Jack played a big part, apparently, right, right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. in play. Well, why no, why no doll? I don't, why no action figure? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's I, what we're saying. I, I, I just don't understand. It's not like it's not like nobody cares. If nobody cares, don't put me in the cartoon. <laughs> don't put me in the in the comics. <laughs> right, right. Right? right, the people. Have spoken, so you've already yeah. admitted that people do care, mm-hmm. but there's no action figure. I'm walking through my house to the kitchen right now. Right. Yeah, there's no, <laughs> there's no action figure. I, I just, We're gonna I, make I, the call. Yeah. Very upset. Yeah. Well, You're it like, makes no sense. I know right. it doesn't. I was, I was gonna bring that up too because like Diamond Select is is literally about to put out a Ghostbusters two specific line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? So yeah. it's happening. Yeah. yeah. 
What? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's get them on next week and deal with them. I, I you see? Yeah. You I see love that? Again, I'm nobody. I'm nobody. No I love the idea of it's like unbelievable. Um, you not knowing like your wife is home already, and you're you're on the phone yelling about why is there no action? Where's my doll? <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh. Listen, I, they're not gonna put. They're putting out a Ghostbusters two specific line. Yeah, they are. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, we're not getting a, a, not a Ghostbusters three. Uh, well. You know. Hell, that was they our tried. next question. <laughs> they tried. <laughs> they tried. <laughs> they, they tried. <laughs> well, you know what? That just shows you the power of chemistry. Yeah. You know? Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. Those are all really talented, funny people, but you get yeah. four four people together, and it either works or it doesn't, and if it doesn't work, there's nothing you can do about it. Can't yeah. force it. Not yeah. that it doesn't oh, work, man. but it, it's not – Matt, you can't – you can't force the magical part of it. Yeah, right. you can't fix it. Right. Post. Yeah, yeah. We so, uh, no, we were big supporters of that, and we were extremely mm-hmm. open minded, and we wanted it to be great. And you know, it is what it is. Hopefully, we were on the bandwagon. So, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it sounds like they're right. gonna maybe go back to the drawing board and and you know try it again in a, in a different uh, manner. We'll we'll, we'll uh, see what happens. What. Whatever, <laughs> whatever, you know. Um, Love it. Uh, do whatever you want. Before we let you go um, for pasta time, I wanted to ask you about so when <laughs> so obviously Psych has a yeah. big uh, <laughs> for, uh, um, yes sir. Uh, I've j- I was just doing a thing in my head. Hulk Hogan used to have a restaurant chain called Pasta Mania. So, oh, and I'm, okay. I'm connecting. Oh the, my god! I'm, I'm connecting the, the no holds oh barred god. thing. Here. Um, <laughs> so. When pe- when you're out, when you do leave the house before sunset, and yes. you're out and about, and yes. pe- people recognize you. Do you do yes. you interact with people who recognize you from Ghostbusters, or is it more like, hey, I know you from Psych or Wayne's World? It's usually Wayne's World. Okay. Although I went to some events on the 25th anniversary of Wayne's World mm-hmm. uh, and watched it. It does not hold up as well as Ghostbusters Two does. Oh boy, that's a Shots, hot take. World, that's a hot take. Mm-hmm. Hot take. Wayne's Wayne's World seems dated. It seems like okay, that took place in the you know late eighties, nineties, and you know now it looks sort of like antique. Okay, the humor doesn't hold up. Ghostbusters is classic. It's still classic. It works. It doesn't matter. Yes. It doesn't matter. The special effects are good enough that, you know, you don't go, oh, look at how cheesy that is. There's no wires or anything. It's right. still, it was computer generated and stuff, a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Although the hopping chairs were not uh, right. in the courtroom. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, That's a fantastic scene. We love the courtroom scene. Oh, yeah, we do. Um, and uh, it, it, it uh, I, I, I just, I'm, I mean, I'm just judging the movies by their longevity. I just think Ghostbusters 2. Uh, I just think it holds up better as just a a, a, a movie, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's more enjoyable all the way through. Mm-hmm. So fair enough. Fair and enough. Ghostbusters yeah. Ghostbusters one really holds up. Right. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. But well, yeah, it's mostly it is mostly Wayne's World because I don't know why. A lot of it is psych. Sometimes it's Ghostbusters two, and sometimes it's some weird little movie I did that I never thought anybody saw. So, mm-hmm. well, I remember you being. Know, 
Uh, so let's see. I'm 34 almost now. So I remember being seeing mm-hmm. scary movie in theaters, and it was a big deal. As a, you know, as a teenager. <laughs> yeah. And I remember you, you popping you up. You me in a speedo. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah and then you popping up on the screen. I'm like, oh my god, that's you know, it like saying things like, no, guys, that's my favorite actor. He's in my two favorite movies, <laughs> Ghostbusters <laughs> Two and Wayne's World. You don't understand. <laughs> yeah. like, I think the thing with that Wayne's was a, World that was scary movie was a funny movie. Yeah, it uh, is. I mean. I haven't mm-hmm. seen it, it in is a while. Funny. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a while. I know. Um, yeah. Well, they kind of diluted it with nine other scary right, movies. Right. But, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I think the thing with Wayne's World is there's a lot of there's a lot of memorable one-liners in the. Mm-hmm. I think the the thing like when me and my pals are hanging out, the uh, the countdown for for the camera, the five, four, three, <laughs> two, one. Yes. It, yeah. it, People do that to me all the time. <laughs> it, That's they do that back to me all the time. <laughs> yeah. I. I it's just one I of don't know things. why it's so funny. It's right. just funny. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That and the... Thank uh, you. The, You're welcome. That and the... Uh, well, I think... You want to talk about chemistry. I think you and Rob Lowe had great chemistry. Mm-hmm. I think yes. you guys are... Mm-hmm. I, I agree. And uh, the, the... I assure you, those were not written on the cards when he was given... Yes. You know, the, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he blows goats. Yeah. I have proof. Like, that, that's... Oh, I know. That's, <laughs> that's funny. That's it's funny. funny. Um, Absolutely. Yes. Well, listen... We really appreciate you taking some time to uh, to hang out with us and, and talk shop a little bit about Ghostbusters uh, two. It um, was actually it was it was my pleasure. We really talked about more than that. I feel like you're limiting what we talked about. We, we talked did about a lot. We of did. Stuff. We talked about yeah, a lot. Good we stuff. Covered we, some ground. we talked about pasta. We did. Yeah. We talked pasta. about. It's important. It's an important uh, thing. <laughs> people don't talk about. We talked about, about certain people. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't want to go. People are going to listen. I don't want to then go through everything we just talked about. Right, exactly. But, yeah. I just feel Here's like we talked about Ghostbusters 2. Right, right. Unless yeah. you cut it down to just Ghostbusters 2 stuff and then play this, I'm going to sound stupid. No, no okay? we're just going to be all right. pasta. So, we're just, so. No, what we'll do is we'll, we'll cut it down to about 30 seconds and be like, he just brought so much energy. It was just he a just, little too much. He just <laughs> wouldn't stop <laughs> talking about pasta. <laughs> Please open with the pasta. That's all I want. You know, it humanizes me. Really. Yeah, right. Um, what? It, anyway, it's yeah. been an absolute pleasure, you guys. Yeah, we'll have to do it again sometime. Yeah, well, and, we uh, appreciate it. Before you head Absolutely. out, absolutely. When, you, uh, when uh, on the fiftieth anniversary of Ghostbusters two, you can come to my grave. Okay, oh, and, that's uh, we, we'll do a podcast. We'll do a podcast. Okay. Yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll have by a then figure then we'll by then. Yeah, we'll have the action yeah, exactly. figure. Exactly. Bring the action figure and put we'll it on We did it. We did it. Uh, well, listen, next year is the, the 25th anniversary next year. Uh, oh. Or no, 30th. Right, we'll call 30th next year. We'll call 30? it. 30 Jesus. next year. Yeah, yeah. 30, 30. All right, well, we got to get together for the 30th. We yeah. got to. We, we, we're doing it. We, All right. Uh, all right. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Kurt Fuller. You're, you're on. All right. We'll talk to you next time. Yeah, thanks so Thank much. Thank you. Bye. 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 Thanks, man. Enjoy the pasta. Thank you to uh, Kurt Fuller for joining us. That was about the most fun I've had in a while. Dude, yeah, he's a nice dude. He's, he's a nice very guy. he's very fun to listen to talk. Um, yeah, yeah, he he. Hey man, some good insight. There's some stuff I never heard before. I mean, yeah, just to to hear what it was like on set uh, for for some like because you know when he's talking about like being friends with Harold Ramis and he's talking about his relationship. Like in my head, I'm like. I wish I was friends with him. Dude, I was <laughs> jealous the entire time he was talking about getting there and being paid to have lunch yeah. and, like, not working for a month. I was like, no way. I was very stressed out for him for something that happened 30 years ago when he's talking about how he didn't really have an, uh, you know, there wasn't really a process of, like, uh, uh, 
he just kind of got jumped right into doing the movie right? Yeah. and right. showed up and they're like, all right, do a scene. If you're not good, we're just going to fire you. And he's well, just Bill like, Murray doesn't like thrown right him. into talking like, to Bill Murray. Oh, from, are you talking about Kurt Fuller's what's stressing? <laughs> yeah. He yeah. Did what's that's stressin'. what that was. He we did a what's stressing that he's yeah. been waiting for 30 years yeah. to tell somebody that. Oh, so what, good. Yeah. And like, okay. On Wednesday afternoons, like eight hours before we podcast, Abby's running the house, running around the house going, we need a rundown. We need to what's be going to talk about. <laughs> like, like, yeah. From now on, it'd be like Kurt Fuller had to go face to face with the hurricane. Yeah, with no padding. <laughs> <laughs> no padding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was glad he brought up No Holds Bar because I wasn't going to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, that was a good talk. And listen, we really appreciate it. I think that our listeners will enjoy uh, what he had to say. Totally, for sure. Um, I it, once we build up more of a repertoire, he'll call and be like, "Hey." Uh, Time for the Kurt Fuller fuck budget. We'll just fuck start throwing. Budget. Dude, God, want... that would be amazing. Yeah. I want him to invite us over for pasta. It's going to happen. We want to have dinner. I like how we, right. we developed an inside joke very quickly. Dude, so fast. We slid in. Well, that's how you, uh, yeah, that's how you, that's how you get to know folks. That's how you so. do it. Yeah, there you go. That's what you got to do. Well, listen, did you guys have anything else before we uh, sign off here? I'm going to go boil some water. Yeah, I think we're good. <laughs> okay. No, but I am hungry. Um. <laughs> I, so that's just a little fact. As a, uh, <laughs> as a coming attraction for the next couple of weeks, we got some stuff lined up next week. Yeah, mm-hmm. guys, the, yeah. the the YHS audience is not going to believe who we're having on next. They're week. not. Mm-hmm. They're, They're not. not. Gonna believe what's should we even? Should y'all we sit just, down. Okay? Y'all sit down. Sit. Let's 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 give it to them. Let's give it to mm-hmm. them. next week. We will be having uh, Paul from Chronicle Collectibles. <laughs> He's going to be joining. Hide your comments. Delete your episodes. Just get ready. <laughs> Chronicle Collectibles, they're celebrating Jurassic Park 25th mm-hmm. anniversary yeah. in Jurassic World in a big way. And Toy Fair's coming up. they got a lot of new products. And they're going to come, and we're going to talk toys next week. It's going to be good. Because mm-hmm. the guests have some audience. It's going to be a good show. Yeah. The universe deserves toy talk. Toy talk. They deserve Ghostbusters talk. Yes. Right. More than anything. They deserve pasta. They deserve some pasta. All right. Thank Uh, you. Cool. Well, this was a lot of fun. And uh, as always, if you want to chime in on the conversation, make sure you get to Facebook. Yes, have some group therapy. It's our official Facebook group. And uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at YHS Podcast. And uh, make sure you go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, YouTube.com. Search Yes, have some. You'll find us. We got Wookiees and Cookies Episode 1 going strong episode two is right around the corner we got a lot of fun stuff guys 2018 is starting off with a bang what do bang. you guys think boom it's good it's good <laughs> i like i was just waiting for more uh Bang. you know Pow. i was just waiting Pop. for more of those yeah smash those are good kablam kabooey thank you kabooey that's not a real kabooey god it was so hard for me to not just start quoting lines from Ghostbusters. Was it? Yeah. I just, cause that's just what I want to do. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you guys that like I started, I started to take notes, you know, for when we, we got him on the show. And the only note I took was three million and one. That's all I got. It's so good. That's um, great, man. And you know, we didn't get to everything we wanted to cover, but Hey, we'll have him back on mm-hmm. next yeah. year, next year for the anniversary. Or like he said, for the 50th, when he's dead. Dude, I like that. You like that? I, just, I liked it. I liked him. I enjoyed talking. Like, I'm going to call him again. Which no. <laughs> just call him back. Guys, yeah. remember. Hey, listen. Have dinner. For Abigail Gardner, 
and Jacob Walsh. My name is Craig Goldberg. Thank you to our special guest, Mr. Jack Hardemeyer himself, Kurt Fuller. Mm-hmm. We talked Ghostbusters. We thank you all. We will see you next week. Until then, get the Statue of Liberty and walk that way. Oh. Ooh. That's the, that's the ending it, for the... Yeah. That's, you want to try it one more time? Yeah. Uh, okay. Set your timers. Yeah. Kind of makes you wonder, doesn't it? <laughs> She's French. See? Mm-hmm. Quoting works. Quoting Stick works. to that. Yeah, there do the goes. quotes. Quotes are good. Um, all right, guys. We'll see you next time. Yes, have some podcast. Bye. Night. Later.